Hello. Welcome to North Coast Calvary Chapel's audio podcast. Hi, I'm Jan Foreman. Welcome to Daily Hope. Today we're in 1 Samuel chapter 8. We are all familiar with the story of Cinderella, that poor, unloved servant girl who literally rises from the ashes to become the beloved queen of a kind king. And she exchanges that powerless life for this life of privilege and royalty. And we love that story. But what if there was a bad sequel in which that queen decides she's tired of her privileged life and she wants to go back to an ordinary civilian life and divorce her kind husband? That would be a terrible, unbelievable story. But that's the sad tale we're told in 1 Samuel chapter 8 about Israel. God chose the nation Israel to be his treasure, set apart for himself in a holy covenant. So here's Israel's Cinderella story told in Deuteronomy chapter 4. The Lord rescued you from the iron-smelting furnace of Egypt in order to make you his very own people and his special possession. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God, the Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his treasured possession. God became their king and they became his chosen people. They went from rags to riches, from Egyptian slavery to the promised land, all because of his love. And this parallels our own Cinderella story through Jesus. In 1 Peter 2.9, we read, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. God is love, and he's made a way for broken people like you and me and the nation Israel to be fully redeemed. His purpose from the beginning is to live with us forever and invite us into his kingdom of light. What a privilege. What kindness. We all have a Cinderella story. But in 1 Samuel chapter 8, Israel wants out of her special relationship with God. And twice we read Israel's demand for a human king. The repeated reason, then we will be like all the other nations. Cinderella wants to go back to civilian life, to not be queen or special or chosen. Israel is rejecting her king, God. Now, if we're honest, we'll have to admit that sometimes we prefer our independence to being in relationship with God. And we can foolishly exchange our wonderful chosen identity and who we are in in Christ for our old life. And we gravitate toward flawed human authorities rather than trust a faithful God. There's a small clue in this passage that gives us the reason for their discontent. In verse 20, they said they wanted, quote, a king to lead us and to go out before us to fight our battles. So fear may be leading this bad decision. But instead of trusting their king God, who's already driven out their enemies before, they put their trust in some future human power. But human beings are unworthy and incapable of handling that kind of trust. And we see this in Samuel's own two sons, when he hands the baton to them and asks them to judge Israel. In verse 3, we read, They turned aside, those sons, after dishonest gain and accepted bribes and perverted justice. Human history is littered with bad leaders who abuse their power for selfish gain. But 
Rather than fixing that problem, Israel wants to dive deeper and deeper into the mud by demanding an earthly king. And Samuel warns them how this choice is going to take them from bad to worse. And the operative words regarding this new king are, he will take, he will take. That's what most human authorities do. They mishandle their power for themselves. It's every fallen person's default to ask, what's in this for me? Only God is infinite. He doesn't need anything from us, so he can give us purely out of love. And that's why only his authority can be completely trusted. And yet here's Israel demanding out of this relationship, this pure relationship of love, and wanting to trust a human political power instead, which brings up a sobering truth. God will eventually give us what we demand. He's not overbearing and controlling like human systems and authorities. Every parent of an older child knows the heartbreak of letting his or her son or daughter make that bad decision. It's their life after all. You can only advise and warn, but they have real power to make the final choice. And so God responds to Samuel Listen to all the people are saying to you. It's not you they have rejected, but they have rejected me as their king. God won't hold a gun to anyone's head and demand their love and loyalty. We get to choose. And this reminds me of Romans chapter 1, verse 21. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God or gave thanks to him. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God. Therefore, he gave them over in the sinful desires of their heart. This story in 1 Samuel chapter 8 begs some questions. What am I demanding? Who am I following? And is God really enough for me? Because this story could also be titled, Be Careful What You Ask For, because you just might get it. But on the other hand, If we want God to reign over our lives, we have his infinite resources to meet our every need. And God is delighted to be our king forever. Now I want to invite you to join us this weekend online for services or come in person to North Coast Calvary on Sunday for the gathering at 9, 11, and 5. God bless you.